Welcome to the Carney Business Spotlight on 102.7 KPGZ. Each week, we'll be talking with our business neighbors about their professions and their impact in the community. And now, here's the hosts of Carney Business Spotlight, Mike Davis and Jim Dickerson. And thanks for joining us here on the Carney Business Spotlight. Today, we are visiting with Scott Middleton, the president and CEO of Carney Trust Company. Scott, welcome to the show. Really good to have you here. Thanks. I'm really glad to be here. Uh, I know uh, you have recently become uh, president CEO, and uh, when when were you, uh, I guess, promoted, uh, for lack of a better word, right? Yeah, we did that in uh, February of this year. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, and that is, uh, uh, I, I guess, how, how long have you worked for? It would be helpful to know how long you worked there. I mean, you didn't just start as president CEO. Yeah, I started about 12 years ago. Wow. 2006. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Gosh. It's funny when you say that. 2006 does not sound that long ago, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, it, well, I'm curious uh, when you when you started there. How uh, I mean, was that like right out of school or where? Yeah, hmm? I started right out of college. I started out as a bank teller. Wow! And then uh, worked in customer service for a couple of years, and then became a loan officer after that. Man, that now that that really is a success story. So yeah, very are you cool. gonna are you gonna write a book? <laughs> no, I'm probably not going to. <laughs> I'd but, read it just so you know. Ex- exactly. Well, it it there clearly it shows that you've not only done a, a really good job individually there, but uh, you know I don't think there's any doubt that uh, for those of us who either live or work or both in Kearney, uh, you, it is hard to turn a corner without seeing a a, a Kearney Trust logo or some. Uh, indication that Carney Trust has 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 been a part of uh, the, you know the the city and what's going on and the development uh, over the years. Yeah, Carney Trust Company's got a great t- tradition. They've been uh, family owned since their inception, mm-hmm. uh, owned by local Carney folks. So it's uh, they definitely like to invest in the community. Um, try to promote local events and things like that. Yeah, we see it. Um, I, I know uh, when as members of uh, the Chamber of Commerce, we you know, you, well, you can look on the website for one thing and see, you know, your logos on there. And certainly uh, we, we want to, you know, certainly let people know that we appreciate that you're a, a sponsor of uh, the radio station here at 102.7. And uh, in fact, uh, you sponsor the Carney Live program that we do every Wednesday. And uh, we sure appreciate that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and in fact, let's uh, when, when was uh, Carney Trust, what, what was the inception of Carney Trust? Yeah, Carney Trust was uh, started out as Carney Bank back in uh, 1882. So Man, June 10th of 1882. Wow. I guess you can lay claim to being the oldest bank in town then. Yes, we are. Okay, no doubt about it. Actually, fact, you're probably the oldest bank around I would imagine kind of the general area. We're not the oldest bank in the county. Um I think Commerce Bank is older than us. Really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. I, I thought that was a newer. Same here. Newer than eighteen eighty. Right. Because I remember when I was in high school back then. I I, I remember Carney Trust, but not not Commerce. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things that we talk about in um, you know the, I guess the advertising business, because in some in in some cases, I guess the radio business is about advertising, but. Uh, we talk about the brand of a company, and I think uh, while I can ask you a lot of questions about banking, I think one of the things that stands out uh, to me uh, about Carney Trust is is the brand, and the brand being defined as the uh, the perception of 
that your customers have of your company. And, 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 you know, there's no doubt about it that Carney trust has a, a really stable brand as, uh, as, as envisioned by their customers. Yeah. I think the, the biggest contributor towards that is our, our employees, the, the level of seniority there. Um, I'm probably in the bottom 25% and I've been there for 12 years. So we've got, a lot of folks that have been there for 20 and 30 years. Yeah, that's and saying something. It, it does. It, it says a lot about the company and the place, it, the kind of place it is to work. And I think because the the folks that work there are treated well and feel comfortable, they in turn treat the customers well, and um, they live in the in the community. Right. You know, we're your friends and neighbors and that kind of thing. So I think they do a, a pretty good job of taking care of our customers. And yeah. I think that goes a long ways with the customers too, because they have that that personal relationship. So when you walk in, you mentioned commerce. If you walk into a lot of commerce banks, oh boy, <laughs> they, they don't know who you are. You're a number, but when you walk into Carney uh, Bank, they recognize you or they know you on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we kind of have to treat people well because we're going to see them at the grocery store you know if you're good point. if you're rude to them you're you're going to hear about it later yeah they're going to put their head down and push their basket some other to some other aisle exactly no doubt about that yeah i think uh, you're you're right and it's funny that you say it's it's about the employees but it it truly is and i think that's reflective of good management when you you know you 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 do acknowledge the folks that are they're really you know doing the heavy lifting during the day that uh, it, it's the folks that you hire and, but, but, you know, hiring the right people is not always easy to do. And, uh, but if you can grab some folks and uh, put them on for an entire career, which it sounds like you've been able to do, um, that's, that's really doing something. Yeah, we have uh, Keith Doss ran the company for about 38 years mm-hmm. prior to me. And um, it really is a family atmosphere. And it seems like in our management team, probably half of them started out of high school. Wow, that's terrific! Yeah, and uh, are are most of them were they are were they Carney residents at the time or the? Yeah, they were part of the high school COE system. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that that COE. I don't remember what it stood for. Do you? I don't like cooperative education or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember because those I remember those folks got out you know after lunch. And it was exactly, like, they got to get out early. Yeah, where are they going? <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, and that's where I was like, I'm out. Yeah, exactly right. Is uh, is it true you have a truckload of money that drives around town and just the, and the dollar bills are flying off of it? That's actually not true. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's funny because we heard it on an ad on a on a local radio <laughs> yeah. station. <laughs> we actually had a mayor that used to say that a lot. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I think Bill Dane was the one that that started that rumor. Yeah, that there was. Yeah, that Keith Doss had the the truck that that was driving around. In fact, we always used to hope that. He was headed to our house, and he was going to back it up, you know, right, right into our garage. So. Yes, I've heard that as well, but it's not true. <laughs> well, I guess can we can we still keep promoting you, it? I was <laughs> going to say you heard it here first. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, and you'll hear it here last. Yeah, in fact, we just decided we're going to keep saying it anyway. So fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. what are some of the what are some things that uh, the Carney Bank's being that's involved in coming up this year uh, outside of the bank? Well, uh, our folks are involved with a lot of the, the local organizations. I'm involved with the Kearney Enrichment Council. Uh, that's the group that operates the firehouse, mm-hmm. the yeah. old firehouse right. and, the, and the food pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a lot of our folks are involved with the churches and the rotary and those sorts of programs. 
Yeah, I think one of the things we talk about is the uh, relationship marketing, the aspect of being able to do business with folks that you know, uh, and we hear that a lot here in Kearney, that it is far easier to do business with somebody that, you know, who you you know shop with, who you, your kids go to school together or play on a ball team or you go to church together or something. You, if, you're, if you're out and about in the neighborhood and you see somebody that you know, it's, it's a whole heck of a lot easier to, to do business with them. Sure, yeah, it, it is for sure. Uh, I'm I'm wondering. Uh, I mean, you're obviously not the only bank in town. So, um, what do you think? And I know you've talked about some things already with the, the really good staff of, of people, the the family atmosphere, and so forth. But uh, what are some of the some of your competitive advantages? I mean, why what why would why you uh, at, at Carney Trust versus another bank? Well, I think for the folks in Kearney, we're, we're the only bank that's just located in Kearney. So mm-hmm. we we do all of our business primarily here. Um, that makes us much more invested in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing it does, it, it allows us to be a kind of a subject expert on Kearney. Oh, so yeah. As the different business owners are working on things, um, we become a kind of an advisor. Right. Uh, and that goes for consumers as well. If uh, you need advice on an accountant or a builder or a remodeler, you know, we've we've generally worked with most of the folks in town, so we're in a lot better position to give folks recommendations, things like that. Wow, uh, that's fascinating because it really doesn't fall under the category of day to day ordinary banking, does it? It it doesn't. I'd say that the you know the products and services that we offer. Are similar to our competitors hard not to be it's mm-hmm. government regulated so yeah you all pretty much have to toe the line right yeah exactly that's pretty consistent i think what we bring to the table is a, a level of expertise mm-hmm. and and you can tell because a lot of the business owners come in talk to our loan officers and they don't need money at the time they're just wanting to talk about the project that they're thinking about mm-hmm. or needing a recommendation that sort of thing yeah um have you had folks come in uh, who who have gone to other larger banks, perhaps out of the Kearney, even perhaps maybe even out of the uh, the state area, who have come back to you and say, "Yeah, you know, I tried to I tried something with Bank A over here, and they didn't help me much." And have you seen that? You see that happen very often, or yeah, that can happen. Um, we have a a comfort level with things that are going on mm-hmm. in Kearney, so sometimes the process that we put our customers through might be a little bit simpler because we we understand the project or the area, those kinds of things can help us a lot move more quickly and with less hassle. Right, right. Uh, what are some of the things that are going on right now in Kearney that, uh, that you think would, would, would help people to be, um, to, to either need more money to, you know, because, because the, I mean, look, the economy is in an upswing right now. So, what are some of the things here locally that, that that are helping people kind of show up at your doorstep and say, you know what, I'm ready to make this improvement now? Yeah, probably the, the biggest thing the last couple of years has been the development going on over here in your neighborhood mm-hmm. with the the new lots that have opened up and right. a lot of building going on over here. Mm-hmm. But there's also new development over at the the shops at Kearney by Price Chopper. Um, that's That's leading to quite a bit of activity. Yeah, yeah. So as the economy improves, uh, so does your your business then. Yeah, um, what we do is we loan primarily business owners money to expand or start new businesses. So mm-hmm. if they're feeling confident, 
they're doing new things and we're loaning them money. Yeah, yeah. What well, what would you say speaking of the economy? What what are some of the changes in the industry as a whole? Um, you know, of course going back and remembering 2008, which I think we all remember pretty well. But Try, uh, trying to forget it. Yeah. Yeah. No truck at that point, but uh, <laughs> some of the changes in the industry as a result of that. What are what are some things that are different now that maybe weren't or they got tightened up after 08? The main thing that changed was the home financing. Uh, really what they changed there is just the the length of time that it takes to get a home loan. So the basic underwriting for community banks like us, uh, we didn't participate in the types of loans that caused the, the housing crash. So right, right. for us, really, nothing changed in terms of the underwriting and the types of loans that we would do. But it's a slowed down process now. So we send out early disclosures that paint a pretty clear picture of what people's home loans going to look like. Mm-hmm. And then once the appraisal comes in, there's a waiting period where they, they're supposed to have time to think about it. Yeah. So the pricing and the, the um, underwriting hasn't changed, but the, the length of time that it takes is more regulated than it used to be. So it's really it's slowed it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I guess a good question, too, as it relates to Carney, if you're new to Carney and you're looking for a bank to go to, what are just not all of them, obviously, but just kind of a general overview of the services that you guys offer. You mentioned lending to businesses and that, but you're new to the community and you're kind of wondering where I should go or why I go there. What all do you guys have? Yeah, the the main things most most average households are looking for is a, a checking and savings accounts, mm-hmm. you know, places to pay their, pay their bills, the online bill pay, online banking, those kinds of products. Um, from the lending side, you've got your car loans, your uh, home loans, and we do a lot of uh, land financing. Oh. So if you're wanting to buy 10 or 20 acres out in the country, mm-hmm. which you'll later build your dream home on, we do that type of financing, which a lot of the larger banks won't do land. They'll only do home loans. Right. So that's a little bit unique to us. That kind of falls under that category of being Carney knowledgeable at Carney Trust. In other words, that's that insight that you all have from being around for so long that you recognize, you know, if a piece of property is, is of value and particularly if somebody was planning to build a home on it later on. Yeah. It's, it's almost kind of seems funny to me because a lot of the banks out of the city, they either won't loan on land or they require a very large down payment. Mm -hmm. And for us, you know, growing up here in Kearney, land values in Kearney have always been very high. Exactly. There's lots of people want to buy land in Kearney. So for us, it's it's a great type of loan to make. Kind we, of a no-brainer. Yeah, we don't ever have trouble with those. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people will call us and we're the third person they talk to. Isn't that something? We're kind of the only ones that are even willing to talk to them about it. Right. Yeah, because right. there's a lot of times where I sit there and think, man, I wish I owned the land where Price Shopper sits now. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I know. There's an opportunity lost. <laughs> oh, boy. I've got a whole list of those lost opportunities, Jim. <laughs> well, I know one person that doesn't, and that's Scott Middleton. He's with us today here on the Carney Business Spotlight. He's the president and CEO of Carney Trust Company and a sponsor of the radio station, and we appreciate that. I guess one question we should throw out there, what's, uh, so, what's the website if I want to learn more about... Uh, about Carney Bank and Trust. It's www.carneytrust.com. Well, that's all, easy enough. All one word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carneytrust.com. 
And so I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm going to get a car. I need a loan. Who would I call? You'd call the main bank number, 816-628-6666. Just ask to speak with a loan officer. Outstanding. Simple as all that. When uh, Do you ever get people that just come in and say, I'm getting ready to buy a car. I want to get pre-approved on a car loan. Is that something you do? Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Normally, if they're buying a new car, we'll actually recommend they go to the dealership. Manufacturers mm-hmm. will offer incentive financing. Right. Yeah, uh, They'll offer rates that we just can't compete with. So. I understand. Like 0%. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're familiar with those deals. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I could see how that, yeah, that would happen. But obviously on other things though, on, on home loans and so forth, uh, you can pre-qualify somebody. And, sure. Uh, and, yeah. We're happy to do your car loan. It's just sometimes you can get a better deal somewhere else. So mm-hmm. there's, we do a lot of car loans, Yeah. but um, we just like to talk through that with you to make sure you're getting the best deal. Right. Yeah. seems fair to me. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, who knows? Well, do you do any kind of loans, um, any kind of other loans that are unusual type loans or loans that I guess people wouldn't, oh, I didn't realize you could get a loan for that. Probably not unusual loan types. The one thing we do that may not be very normal is we're probably more willing to take chances on new businesses if it's in Kearney. So a lot of times if it's a new business, you can't get financing unless you've got really good collateral or Mm -hmm. uh, been operating for a couple of years. We view it as kind of an investment in the community. So we probably take a lot more chances with small businesses and new businesses than other people do. We view it as kind of giving back to the community. Wow. Yeah, that's good to know. I mean, especially for folks, as we talk about, you know, developing some of the areas around here, particularly over there by um, the old, you know, the old church. Why am I going blank on one of our... The old church plaza? Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, I mean, to me, that's a neat little area that, you know, we talk about uh, on some of our other shows, some of the, you know, developing that as a destination point for folks, uh, not only in Kearney, uh, but but around the area and and regionally. So and and I think so. If, if somebody was interested in doing, you know, for example, what what was the brewing company we were thinking about, Jim? It was the 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 Beer Creek Brewing Company because there truly is a Beer Creek here in Kearney. Was that before yesterday? Because I don't remember anything. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> but it, no, in all seriousness, it does sound like then it, for entrepreneurs. And if you're interested in becoming an entrepreneur and you've got a viable concept here in Kearney, then uh, you guys are probably stop number one, in my estimation. We're a good place at least to talk to. Mm-hmm. We've watched a lot of business owners do it. Some mm-hmm. of our loan officers operate small businesses themselves. Ah. So they have, like I said, a level of expertise where sometimes we'll meet with somebody three or four times, get them coached up, and they might go somewhere else. But oh, yeah. we're always willing to speak with sure. them and help them get going. Yeah. Yeah. Along those lines, we let's say you come in, let's go back to the common um car loan, for example. What are some things as a as a customer I can do to kind of get ahead of the game? In other words, the days of um you know, you walk in and you go, Hey, I need a car loan and then you turn around and just give me money and I sign my name on a big chief tablet and walk out the door. <laughs> those are those days are gone. Um so what are some things I could kind of put together and bring with me so or maybe not bring with me but just start gathering so i know that i have it ahead of time sure the 
the biggest thing for a car loan or any kind of installment loan is just to have an idea of what you think you can afford. Mm-hmm. So as we start talking about loan structure and payment amounts, you know what you can fit in your budget so that we can make sure that we're we're reasonable in terms. Mm-hmm. For the business owners, probably the biggest thing that people don't think about is we're going to want to know what your plan B is. So everybody comes in with a, a business plan yes. of what they're going to do. We want to know what's, what the con- you, what's the contingency. That's exactly <laughs> right. right. Yes. And not that you don't believe in your business, right. but w- we need to understand that you've at least thought that through yep. and have a reasonable idea of getting yourself out of it. Yeah, man, that is so important because you do have, the, especially the entrepreneurial spirit. I know uh, Jim and I both have, have other businesses and you do have a sense that, you know, we're pretty invincible. We got this thing. And, uh, yeah, but you've always got a plan B, C, trust me, I've, I I've have, got a D and an E and an F. Just, just know that I've run through the entire alphabet with businesses <laughs> I've owned and, uh, I'm yeah. into numbers. <laughs> exactly. And one, a one B. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I think that is, that, that makes sense. And it really shows the, uh, not only the level of expertise you have on lending, but I think it, it, it speaks to, again, I think that brand as, as business owners and entrepreneurs come in, uh, you, you help them in a way there's, there's, there's a counsel that comes along with it. You're helping to counsel them, uh, in making the right decision. Sure. And people sometimes forget, but we're a small business too. Good point. We can, we can relate to a lot of the issues our customers are facing. Yeah. I'll trade you paychecks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, see, yeah, see. Well, you're kind of a small business. I like the way you're saying, yeah, it. depends on your. Yeah, he's saying no. He's like, that's, yeah, that's a no. That's a no. So, no, but and, one of the things you brought up, which I think is key, is um, the way you you deal and interact with your customers. Like you were talking about the car loan, and the and the fact of the matter is, if you do buy a new car, obviously zero percent is very difficult to compete with. Um, obviously, it works out for the car dealer, but not so much for the lender. So too. Odd as it may sound, there are people who may not think that far ahead. And in other words, come to you and go, oh, I didn't realize they have 0% or 1.5 or whatever the, the little rate may be. So to to say, hey, this is your better deal is, is, is hugely important. But those people probably come back to you in other ways, too. Yeah, we try to position ourselves as a, partly an advisor, if you will. Yeah. And we try to take a longer view. So. We may not get every single deal with every single customer, but I think if we're honest with people, they'll be more likely to come and talk to us. And so then when it does hit our sweet spot and we are going to offer them the best deal, we have the best chance of getting yeah. that transaction with that customer. Good point. As as Carney is a uh, still somewhat rural, uh, do you give loans on farms or, or livestock or anything like that? Yeah, we do. There's a the number of, professional farmers in our area is mm-hmm. dwindling significantly. Uh, so probably 20 years ago, we had 8 to $10 million in agriculture loans. Mm-hmm. And today we probably have 8 to $10 million in agriculture loans. So mm-hmm. it's it's not really a growing right. portion of our business. Right. We do have a significant amount of what I call hobby farmers. Oh, yeah. So it's where the, the folks have jobs mm-hmm. you know off the farm but then they do some farming as well and 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 you would have for example if one of those folks said you know what i'd, I'd like to have a couple of beef cattle uh, yeah and you would help them with a the thing like that sure yeah well yeah. very cool mm-hmm. how do you how does i'm just curious i was just how, how say, does yeah how does one assess <clears throat> uh, an, an angus cow for example 
basically we go off what you paid for it. We mm-hmm. check the stockyards to get average prices and that kind of thing. But cattle is actually a pretty easy thing to value in yeah. this area. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Do you get a better interest rate on a cow or a chicken? Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've financed a chicken before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that probably isn't a good business plan. <laughs> there. There are uh, a lot of people who are buying chickens now, though. I know that. So, uh, I yeah, and I don't think that they're really as expensive that they would actually that anybody would actually need a, a loan for one. No, chickens are popular. In fact, that's what I started out doing was selling chicken eggs when I was a child. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my god! Were, were, were they your chickens? Well, they were my parents' chickens, well, but I sold they, the eggs. Yeah. Well, that's cool, though. How many chickens did you have? Around twenty. See, we had. Yeah. I grew up on a farm too. We had chickens for about a week, and, uh, <laughs> and the, apparently the some coyotes, coyotes found the chickens or the foxes. I, yeah. I, I can't remember which. Well, we never oh saw them. Gosh. All we know is we had a bunch of dead chickens. <laughs> well, so there's no market for a dead chicken. No. Well, <laughs> unless it's in the store. I think there's a few dead chickens over there at Price Chopper. They're pretty good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What have you seen uh, recently, Scott, that is that you would say either through technology or just the, the state of the economy that uh, is, is trending maybe that might be slightly different as you look into the future of banking? Yeah, one of the biggest things that's changing for us is we're used to our customers coming in and talking to us, mm-hmm. uh, coming in our lobby. And we always stayed open late on Fridays because that's when people used to always cash their checks. Yeah. And what we're finding is that we used to interact with people every Friday or every other Friday. And now we're seeing people you know, twice a year, maybe. Ooh, so yeah. it's a, it's a different environment. You've, you've got to be able to reach them electronically mm-hmm. and mobile. Um, those are two big channels, but for us, we really tried to emphasize more on our customer service because mm-hmm. used to, if we had a bad experience with somebody, uh, we'd make up for it the next week. Mm-hmm. But now, like I said, it might be a couple years before you see that person again. So really important to us that people have a good experience mm-hmm. every time they interact with us. Right, right. So you try to make it extra special when they do come in in person then. It, exactly. It, mm-hmm. It's it's become just as important as it ever was, if not more, in my opinion. Right. And that's a neat contrast, too, because as technology improves and makes banking more convenient, um, it really is, it puts the pressure on on you as as bankers to to maintain that brand that we talked about earlier that relationship with your customer, right? Yeah. And you have to offer the electronic services, mm-hmm. but you also have to make sure you don't get lost in the crowd at the same time, right? Do you have somebody that answers the phone if I were to? And what's your phone number over there again? It's six two eight six 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 six. Let's just say, for example, I called that number right now. Would a live person open answer that phone? Yes, we actually don't have an automated operating system. That's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. it is nice. It is. So, uh, are there any new things coming on technology-wise that you're aware of in the banking world? I know, you know, because you brought up a good point. Uh, it used to be you had to go take your check to the bank, you put it in and all that. Now with direct deposit. And- or take, yeah, taking a picture of the check. I love that, man. That was when <laughs> yeah. that happened. That was the greatest well, thing ever. And yeah. that's kind of the funny thing. I mean, if you if you went back 20 years and you told someone, hey, you're going to take a picture of your check. Yeah, exactly. They'd be going, they'd be, no. so I take out my Polaroid and I put the check. How <laughs> no, does that no, work? You no, know? Or, or my Kodak and I go get the film developed. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, 
That said, you know, with the technology, with the cell phones and all that sort of thing, and you can go to, um, I don't know, Starbucks and use your Starbucks app and pay for stuff. Yeah. Is there anything new in the banking industry that you know of that's some new, I don't know, I want a car loan, so I walk up to the window and swipe my phone and I get a loan? I don't know of that product <laughs> in particular, but the the mobile payments is becoming a bigger deal. Right. Uh, email payments, those sorts of things. The, 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 kind of the tricky thing for us is each one of those types of processes is a relatively significant investment. And if you look at the banking magazines from 10 years ago, a lot of the stuff they were saying then was going to be the, the future of banking is stuff that people don't even do anymore. Oh, that's so, funny. You really have to kind of pick and choose what you're going to invest in heavily and mm-hmm. which ones you're going to wait and see on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point, too. What, what's a prediction that they made that was just, do you, can you think of one off the top of your head that was just completely, I've got one in my, in my mind. It's not banking specific, but go ahead. Let's see. To me, Y2K was probably the biggest. <laughs> yeah. You know, they I, thought that it was just going to. The total collapse. Those powers. Yeah. 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 We were all going to. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no doubt about that one. And then it was 12.01, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, we're still here. Hmm. Lights are still (laughs) on. But the the banking industry spent hundreds of millions of dollars preparing for what was a non-event. Ooh. Yeah, because remember, this wasn't banking, but remember when the, um, uh, what was it called, the the code, the little, it was the little block code. Oh, the, the, yeah, the barcodes that you see. Yeah, but it's not, it wasn't called a barcode. It was called a um, QR code. QR. Right, right. And so, yeah. They were gonna. They started putting these little QR things everywhere, and that was going to be the thing of the future. Nobody has that anymore. <laughs> well, there's you still see a few of them. But yeah, but yeah. It's it's almost like wearing, uh, you know, the the acid wash jeans. Though it makes you look like really eighties, you know, or nineties. You, you know? mean like the, the ones, ones I like have on a, right well, now? Yours are actually mom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just you know wanted, what the difference between my jeans and your jeans are? Uh, an inch or two. My. <laughs> okay we're gonna talk folks i want to thank you all for being with us today we have been visiting with scott middleton and he's the president ceo of carney trust company and i gotta tell you scott uh just personally from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for being a sponsor of the radio station and uh, all that you do for the carney carney community and businesses and all of the things that uh, uh that your your hands have touched around the community Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. And one more time, what's the phone number over there? 628-6666. Or online at? CarneyTrust.com. Right? How hard was that? Thanks a lot, folks. We'll do this again next week. If you'd like to have your business on the Carney Business Spotlight, you can give Brian Watts a call at 816-826-1111, and we'll do the same thing with your business. Thanks again for joining us. See you next time.